Hey everyone, good evening, afternoon, wherever you are, where you're watching. Thank you for joining Portal to the Paranormal for the podcast. Um, I hope everyone's having a great Friday. Um, today we've got an absolute great show for you. Um, we've got two great guys, um, Dakota and Chris from Bold and Bonkers. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things about the paranormal, not just about your ghost spirits, but we're going to get into talks about UFOs and things like that. So really excited to have these two guys on the show. Um, before we get them on, I actually have a special co-host joining me tonight. Um, you've seen her many a times on our shows. We, we're doing quite a bit together. She has the mouth of the Irish, um, the lovely Jenny from <laughs> Shadow Whispers in the Night podcast. Let's bring on. Hey, I'm going to stay doing? quiet. I'm going to stay quiet. Sure, to be sure, I was to crack it. <laughs> you okay? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Good day. Good day. Yeah. Good. Well, again, thank you. Thank you for joining and being my co-host for the evening. As I mentioned, we've got two great guys on tonight from Old and Bonkers, Chris and Dakota. Um, you know, so we're sure to have a great time with them. And then, you know, we'll we'll get to everyone in the comments here. As always, if you have any questions, this is going to be a really open subject with a lot of different things. So if you do have any questions for Chris and Dakota, as always, stick them in the comments and we will try and get to them. Um, but let's bring the lads on and have a chat with them, shall we? So Absolutely. first up, we will bring Dakota on. There's Hello. Dakota. And we got Chris. How are you guys Hello. doing? Good evening. Good afternoon. Doing good. How about yourselves? Good. We're, we're really well, thank you. Thank you for joining. Um, you know, Man, it's the first problem. time you're on the show. Um, you know, we're really excited about asking you guys a few questions about the paranormal. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and let's get into it. Before we do, uh, we've got Ghost Squad Scotland saying hi. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Uh, oh, that's me, back. by the way. That's we got Pamela um, in, so thank you for joining. Um, you know, so great. Well, let's get started. So first thing, um, oh, uh, Katie, thank you for joining. Hey, yeah. Uh, um, so the most obvious question, and I think you must get asked this a few times, uh, is how did you get into the paranormal initially? Um, who wants to go first with that one? Age before oh. beauty. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm the oldest out of the bunch. I'm the oldest out of the bunch. As you know, I do I do the UFOs with this lovely chap here from the United States. But I also do ghosts. I've always been... I'll, I'll do the ghost first, right? Because the ghost is the easiest one. I've always been in paranormal. I've always watched the ghost hunting shows. Everybody knows ghost adventures, stuff like that. I've always watched these kind of shows. But when I was a really young boy, I grew up in a haunted house. And strange things would happen. And there was one night 
see this this is what got me into it. There was one night I woke up and I couldn't move, right? You know the kind of feeling you move you you're, you're, I was it was weird because I was lying on my stomach and my head was turned and I woke up and I could not move. I just could not move. And I was oh no, I I was like, oh no, something's gonna happen. And I always knew the house that I'm in, the one that I'm in right now, was haunted. And I looked over, and there standing was an old chap. But he was he, he was like semi-see-through, as if you could see through him. But you, you couldn't just see... See, this is where it gets kind of dodgy. It's, you, could see, you could see his bones. And you could see, like... You could see how he was made up. I that is kind and I was like, "Oh my god!" Anyway, I woke up the next day and I thought that that was terrible. And my brothers, my two other brothers, they used to he was going about a man looking out the window, a man looking out the window. But nobody nearly, nobody really knew if it was true or not. But when you walked about the house, cause it's quite a big house, man, you would see shadows moving, right? Wow. And the spirit never done any harm. It never done any harm. But jump a few years forward, and I started getting the paranormal. I started doing the kind of live streaming and stuff like that. And I bumped into this psychic. Um, her name was Mary, and she was really good. And she says she was, we were doing a live one night. And she says there's a man standing behind you, and he's wearing an old cap and a cane. And I'm like, oh, right. And he said, your brothers have seen him before. And there was no way. This is the first time I'd ever met, met this person. She's actually got a YouTube channel. And I was like, oh, can you tell us anything more about him? And she went like that. She says, there's a farm behind your house, isn't there? And I'm like, what? how do you know that? There's a farm right next to my house. And yes, he's buried in there. There's a grave. And I'm like, there can't be graves up there. But anyway, I left it at that. And I started to acknowledge him over the years. I started to acknowledge him and slowly he just disappeared. Oh my gosh. He's, he's here, but he's no here. Sometimes you'll see like a wee orb floating past uh-huh. and it'll just stop and it'll shut up. That's him because I can see him sometimes. It comes into the room when I'm doing the live streams and stuff. I've got to. But little known that I was talking to the local estate a couple of months ago and I says to them, I says, ah, I was. I was telling them my story because the guy's in the supernatural day and he says, he says, there is a grave there. There's a grave of a farmer that's buried up the back from you. And he was buried there about 100 years ago. And he was an old man. He wore a cap and he had a cane. Did you ever get his name? Robert is his name. His name's Robert. And I was, when I come into the house, it's getting awfully cold in here now. And my house is like, it's like nuclear heating. It's got oil heating, it's really hot. It's, I can feel it getting really cold right now. And that's usually a sign that he's about. The alien stuff, oh, God, it's his fault. I blame him. I blame him. Personally, I blame him. But that's when it all exploded for me, the UFO stuff. It, I, I met him through a kind of paranormal research company. And... Before that, I've seen UFOs. I live in the Scottish kind of lowlands, but they're kind of remote area. And I've seen strange things floating about. And it's things that you can't explain. I've actually got footage there that I gave Dakota actually to analyse. And it's, I live next to a big wind turbine uh-huh. area. 
And I know for a fact you can't. Uh, there's you're not allowed to fly next to them. There's you're not allowed to fly next to them because they're super turbines. The mm. only jet, the only aircraft you see in my area is the fighter jets, the Eurofighters practicing in the valleys and the mountains. And one day I was out of walk and I seen this big black triangle and it was just sitting above the hill. Just one, just sitting there. Just sitting there, it's watched slowly wandering along. And it's weird because when I started to film it, my phone started to acting weird. And I did I've got the video, and if you if you change the contrast or that, you can actually see something above me and something in the distance, like a wee triangle, just sitting there above the hill. Mm-hmm. And actually, I showed Dakota that. I actually showed him the evidence. And then I met him, as I say. <laughs> and we started going down the rabbit hole at UFOs. And mm. now it's just phenomenal. The, the stuff that I, I've seen, the stuff that I've experienced, the things that's out there. I can tell you something right now. I can tell you something now. We are not alone in this plane. Burnley. It's hard to believe, though, seriously. isn't it? <laughs> it's 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 interesting because I've had a lot of weird experiences. I've been abducted a few times. I have been uh, oh a few times. I would say a good thirty or forty times now. Really? Ever since coming, aye, aye, ever since coming into this, yeah, yeah. And uh, I've, yeah, I've actually I've got a good friend. Her name's Lisa Fry, and she's a psychic medium. But she also, what is it, Dakota? She's a, she can she can speak to the, is it the Galactic Federation? She does, yeah, she does channelings for the Galactic Federation. Yeah, and it's it's opened up things. But you think my story is crazy? Where do, where do you hear us? Over to you, then, my friend. Well, well, um. Like Chris said, there has been plenty of uh, plot twists. It, it's like he and I are both supernatural magnets, and the second we started actually working together, those magnets came clashing, and all sorts of weird sparks are coming out. You want to hear an interesting little plot twist that Chris actually shows me that ties directly into me. Well, I'm surprised you didn't tell about the uh, January 1996 incident, Chris. That you told me about. What when was that? Was that when was that? Was that when you were visiting uh, here? Gen- no, nineteen ninety six. Really? No. What, what was that? I can't remember that. When you go, you said I'm there was a triangle to... over your house. <laughs> right, right. That's. I don't know. I wanted to keep it kind of short, right? But there was <laughs> my neighbour across the road. She's always believed. She's always believed in UFOs and stuff like that, right? And. It wasn't like one of these man-made ones. It was one of these alien-made ones. You see, there's different ones. There's the there's the the man-made triangles that the government have built. But you can tell that the government built them because they've all got covered in bolts and screws and stuff holding on the side. Whereas the the ones that the aliens have made are perfect. They're like totally smooth down the sides, and there's no joints or anything. And <laughs> It was late at night, and I was like, I, I, I'm, I was weird because I was having like missed time and stuff like that. I was like, what's going on here? It wasn't just me. My brother had missed time. I mean, Drew, you've met my brother Drew uh, Dakota, and mm-hmm. he's telling you the story. And that was around about the same time, by the way, Dakota, when that happened to him. He was coming away from the scouts, and he had lost time. 
right? Like an hour had went past and he don't know, he doesn't care what happened. But at the same time, I had missed time. And I was waking up in the morning, and again, this is going to sound absolutely crazy for people, but I was waking up in the morning with bits of blood on my pillow. And my arm was all bruised at the sides there. But never mind that, my neighbour across the road, <laughs> she says to me there about a couple of months ago, she says, um, she says, oh, I love your show. Talking about UFOs and that, she says, I have to tell you something. I says, what is that? She says, oh, in 1996, it was, was it wintertime, Dakota? Around about winter, September-ish? I think you it was. Were, you were telling me it was about January. Was it? I can't remember. Uh, that, that, this, I'm recalling what you said to me. Right. Well, she <laughs> said, I'll need, I'll need to ask her again, but it was nine, 1996, and she, she was getting home for her work, and she went out, out in the backyard to put, like, trash in the bin. And she looked round, and there was this black triangle just sitting over the house. Just, It was just like hovering there, but there was no sound. There was nothing. It was just sitting there. And it was it was weird because it was just like turning really slowly anti-clockwise. And then I heard Dakota's story, which kind of matches into kind of stuff. Because he's a lot younger than I am, guys, ladies and gentlemen. He's, I'm 41. He's a lot younger than I like, um. You know, Dakota, this is where you come in, my friend. So, this has been a little bit while into, you know, starting from this point, you know, just kind of give kind of a chronological timeline of events. Hmm. When this triangle showed up, you said it was about mid-January, and this is in Scotland, mind you, mid-January 1996. And there he saw what, what looked like a shadow apparition That's right. that matched my description. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm six foot seven, about four hundred pounds. Uh, I'm a big boy. Or six seven? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. seven. Jolly green giant. Yeah. You see, he tells me about what time it was. It would have been about three o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. Mid January, three o'clock in the morning. You work the time difference. <laughs> I was born about 5 p.m., a little after 5 p.m. on January 19th, 1996. You factor in about the seven hours time difference between here and Scotland. It would have been about 10 minute time frame that he saw something looking like me before I was born. Wow. No. Oh, it gets stranger than that. <laughs> Chris, what you saw something before Dakota was born. You saw something. I- I've not just seen that the old man. I've seen other things, but I didn't really have sleep paralysis then. I was it was the old man was probably 1995. Mm-hmm. And ever since then my psychic abilities was as good on. I do can see things. I can see things, I'll admit it. I can see spirits. But I don't I don't practice that. I'm no trained or anything like that. I've got friends that are mediums, professional mediums. They've told me to try and train myself, but I don't i've seen things moving about in the darkness mm-hmm. usually dark shapes and one of them was that i seen them following you about but you've got to remember when i seen this i was i was well i'm 41 so about, i don't know about nine or something like that. I, I can remember the, the woman was just back for work at that time and she seen it above my house i was in my bed and 
I experienced some really strange things weeks before that. I would see like dark shadows moving about, which I always presumed it was my pal, my housemate. You know, I always presumed it was my, my, my friendly ghost. But still to this day, that room, because it's quite a big house, as I say, that room, nobody really likes sleeping in that room. And I know for a fact for psychic friends that that's not the ghost that visits me. It doesn't reside in there. He resides, he comes into my room because he likes me. And it because that's what he's doing, he's like a spirit guide or something. I don't know how it works, but it's it's weird, right? I can he cleanse that area now, it, it seems to be fine now, but there's there's nothing there. But when you get into that room, it's a huge room, like, and mm. it's it's got this weird kind of feelings if you're being watched. Do you feel comfortable or do you feel uncomfortable? <sighs> At first, it used to be uncomfortable. Yeah. At first, it was like something was there. There was like a portal there or something, but the portal's mm. been sealed now. It's totally sealed. Mm. It's 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 gone now because I had somebody I know, a professional, do it for yeah. me, yeah. and it's totally gone now. But I don't think that was a spirit. I think that was something else, something with plans. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm spooking out Nando here. He's got to be sitting the night with Chris. Uh, <laughs> and he hasn't even gotten to the juicy stuff of mine. Wow! Oh my God! I I love all of this. I love all of this. There's so many people I get to talk to about about UFOs and whatnot. No. So you guys were sort of connected before you even met each other in some way, yeah. based on the story, then. And oh, yeah, that's amazing. Things have that, happened. Wow. Things have happened before we even met each other. Do you know he went on holiday to Scotland's holidays? And where was one of the villages he drove right through? Mine. What would be the odds in that? And you look similar. I know. <laughs> well, I do know I have ancestry in Scotland, so maybe. <laughs> maybe. Nando knows a DNA kit test. You know the one that you got? The DNA test? Yeah. You do look like others. So, so how yeah. does that connect with you, Dakota? So does that move back over to you now, Dakota, from what Chris is saying to yourself? The thing is with me, I was always one of those weird kids, psychic kids. My aunt used to tell me a story. Mind you, there's a lot of my relatives who, through several situations that Nando, with what we discussed about how Chris and I met, you can understand yeah. why it rubbed me the wrong way. But yeah, so a, a lot, it was estranged from a lot of family members. And some things happened. We all started eventually reconnecting. My aunt would tell me this story where there was this one day I walked up to my stepmom. I put my hand on her stomach and said, my sister's in here. Obviously freaky coming out of the mouth of a two-year-old, but they yeah. thought nothing of it. Just a weird kid. The next day, my mom, my stepmom, rather, starts feeling sick, goes to the doctor. Doctor runs a pregnancy test because she's a woman with stomach issues. She's pregnant with my younger sister. Wow. That Those kind of stories all go on. And it, this just kind of thing seems so normal to me. It wasn't until I was about like nine years old that I had an incident at the old Idaho State Penitentiary where... I was just on a school field trip, and we walked past death row. I saw a man walk. They had the noose actually up, 
at the time. I watched a man being walked up, chained up like he was a prisoner, to this noose. The noose being wrapped around his neck and him dropping. Obviously, this seems so surreal to me. It looked like someone was being hung. I freak out, start screaming. Somebody's in there. Somebody's in there. Everybody else in, that was in the group had already walked off. Heard me screaming. They all come back. I look back. The thing was gone. Being that I heard the reputation of this place being haunted, I used that to my advantage beforehand to scare the girls in my class. So naturally, nobody believed me. Yeah. A couple years later, Ghost Adventures came into town to film for their first season. Went to the old Idaho State Penitentiary. It showed the picture of a man who's often referred to as Idaho's version of Jack the Ripper. His name was Raymond Snowden. It was the man I saw being hung. So by the time I was 14, more of these incidents started taking place. I used the fact that I was always looked older and was a giant of a person to hide my age so I can get into investigations. As far as when UFOs came into the picture it turns out it may have been there may be some a sequence of events that took place before i was born going into like star seed and reincarnation territory but the most evident incident that something was eyeballing me was when i was five years old i went to bed at my mom's house one night seemingly normal night next morning I wake up 30 miles away in my grandparents' house, and my grandparents had no clue I was there. Now, disclaimer, naturally someone might think, oh, your mom just probably would have dropped you off while you were still asleep, and which happened a lot she had, because of her work schedule. Shortly after I woke up, my mom is calling my grandparents, screaming her head off because she does not know where I am. I mean, how old were you? <laughs> I would have been about five when this happened. Jeez. And did they explain? Could grandparents or your parents explain? Like, did they question what happened? Yeah. Obviously, they had questions. How the yeah. heck did a five-year-old kid end up 30 miles away from where he went to bed? Jeez. And so they, they never Bro. came up with, they, obviously, they never came up with something. You know, they wouldn't think Any what we would be thinking. Anytime I try to bring up anything weird, until I started learning how to catch and catalog the things I started experiencing, they would just blow me off. Growing up, I had memories of my grandparents on their first date. Yeah. Memories of other relatives. And it's like before I came to inhabit this body, I was able to see the points where all everybody involved in the nice little Kevorkian cocktail that is me would come together. And I had no way of knowing what that was. I didn't even realize what that was until, you know, there was one point where my grandfather passed away and the family's bringing out old family photos. And I'm like, this was taken in the seventies. Why do I remember this? <laughs> so, you know, both of you are saying how you, you've, experience things at a young age like quite young and some like especially with you Dakota as well and Chris you know you're saying about very 
the way you're describing it is very vivid. It's very like, mm -hmm. like you remember it like it was yesterday. But mm -hmm. going back, and this might be a bit of a personal question, what was people's reactions to, to, to you guys when you were saying that you were picking up things you were seeing? Did they understand? Because I know a lot of people say at a certain period of time, it was like boo-hoo. People would not, you know, and then especially with a lot of, a lot of, our country that religion comes into play and a lot of yeah. religious people I do feel like try and push back they push people back with these sort of abilities but did you experience that or how did you break through and continue this path then if you don't mind me asking that personal question do I go first to go or do you sure. want me to go I'll, have a, I'll go for me I'll be honest I mean, Chris can validate this I know he's seen plenty of this I'm the type who's always been, if I know I'm right about something, I will not stop until I prove myself. But at first, like I said, it wasn't until I started watching all these ghost hunting programs, started learning how to catalog and catch all this stuff that people are stop would actually stop and actually hear me out because they knew if... I quickly gained the reputation. If there was anything weird going on, I'm going to be the one to find it. <laughs> and there's been incidents that I've brought up when Chris and I first met, where even he started questioning that it was maybe demons trying to pull a fast that's, one over me. That's very true. That's here's very the true. thing. The particular incident I'm referring to was... You can, this is going to probably explain why I try to bring in a kind of a humor factor into when I do these type of shows. There was a point where a lot of stuff was going on. I was about 12 years old. I tried to take my own life. Mm -hmm. Something intervened. There was a point where I just saw this bright flash of light. And when it's in this void of this flowing blue light, it way space around me seemed to bend was like I was underwater. Soon enough, this guy walks up to me. I couldn't really make out any details. His image was kind of blurry, but he looked like he had a, like a white robe and the long kind of dark blonde hair. He just had this vibe to him like he understood what was going through. He didn't necessarily judge, but he was concerned. Eventually, he comes up and says, Dakota, there's someone here to see you. He steps aside and all of a sudden there's a little girl standing behind him. Mind you, I'm 12 years old. Immediately, I could see that this little girl looked just like me. She's bawling her eyes out. She walks up to me and says, Daddy, please don't do it. Now you see, you're going to get me started. <laughs> really? <laughs> do you know what? I'm actually like... You can see that, <laughs> Holy Lord. Holy and, Lord. And let's just say, I'm not the only person who's seen this little girl. No. At least it's up to 20. Actually, it's up to 20 well, people now who have came now. forward with, after, especially after spiritual attacks. Yeah. And I mean, not just, oh, maybe you can't breathe. No. Lex was the subject yeah. of one of these attacks to where he started coughing up blood. It was a thing that hit us on an international scale 
bounced from like the UK to Canada to Texas to me and Idaho within a span of five minutes. Oh my gosh. One individual ended up being so rattled by the situation and things that followed, she had to seek mental health help. Another gentleman who was dealing with cancer on and off had his cancer come back. They all these people approached mm-hmm. me saying, talking about they swore they start seeing this little girl. Well, with me, I have an uncle on my mom's side who I get mistaken for all the time. Where he and I look so much alike, act so much like his kids call me dad sometimes. So I had this idea. And being that I've seen this little girl, I already know that there's enough there I can work off of. I pull out a picture of my uncle's daughters, twin girls. The guy that had dealt with cancer treatments, had he not been wearing glasses, his eyes would have shot out of his skull. He got so scared. Shortly after this little girl was visiting these people and they realized the connection, their conditions almost immediately improved. There's also talk where the little girl was not alone. No, no. The gal that had to seek mental health help, she knew the story. I would eventually call this little girl Olivia. For some reason, that name just stuck. She said, Dakota, I think I just saw Olivia. She message, and I'm just like, and shortly before that, she sends me a voice recording from a podcast she re- used to do. I don't know if she still does it now. Where I, that little girl, there's a little girl's voice. The same voice is screaming mommy. It was like she was tired and wanting to go to bed. Had that kind of tone to her. <laughs> At the time, I was working off a theory that, that there was some sort of time travel thing involved. Because like I said, I was 12 years old. It'd be another two years before I even got to kiss a girl. So I had this idea. What if this woman was mom? So I found an older picture of her that was a bit more direct in the face. I combined it with mine with one of those, you know, what would my kid look like apps. <clears throat> Added a few features to kind of, you know, add baby fat, make her look younger. Cause she said that the kid looked like that she saw looked like she was about six, but acted like she was about three. Mm-hmm. Being that it was, she thought it could have been my daughter. Her first remark was like, Dakota, she's got your height. She looks just like you. Once the picture got fin- finished rendering, I added kind of a pencil sketch effect to try to... Basically, I needed her to look at this photo without knowing what I did to make it. I show her the image. She says, that's her, Dakota. That's exactly who I saw. Now... This isn't some weird love story. I show to Lisa Fry that same photo that I made. Now, this woman, she had you know kind of very pronounced cheekbones, you know, blonde hair. A lot of the traits you would associate with the tall white Nordics, aliens or Pleiadians. I showed this photo to Lisa Fry just off of a whim because she mentioned she had 
done like channelings, dealt with Arcturians, Pleiadians. She goes, huh, your kid looks Pleiadian and uh, they tend to be very sexual. Mm. What? Okay. <laughs> and fast forward to even more recently and this woman that helped me put all this together is actually going to be coming on Bald and yeah. Bonkers here next week actually apparently I was or technically still am an officer within the Galactic Federation I have a wife up there who's very Pleiadian who has been helping me anytime these spiritual attacks have happened to try to help break those connections from the people so they can heal. We've had three kids. The most recent one was born within two months ago. I've been able to create photos of all of them. And I've actually found a paper trail that IDs my old boss within the Galactic Federation. The jobs I used to do, all pinning, basically I have a timeline of events that should not be taking place that shows me coming down from space, saving kids from abduction from Grays, going into the Starseed program, and here, with apparently a stop in Scotland. Yeah. For some reason. Why? We're still trying to figure that one. <laughs> Why indeed? Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's um that's amazing. And gone from making you cry your eyes is like, oh, okay, this guy's watched too much Star Trek. <laughs> mm. That's just like I've never been so quiet. I have never been so quiet. I have never, because I always say I have a million questions to ask, but I, I, I'm quiet. Rarity. Mm -hmm. There is a lot yeah. of questions with that. Um, and before we go into the question part of it, what about you, Chris, then? You know, that question back to yourself. How was it? See, I can remember stuff. Going for it all. See, I, I wouldn't say I was um, like the quote, I'm different. Right, I don't know my path. I don't know who I'm really meant to be. Right, I think I've got. I don't know if that's where I'm from or not, or maybe I'm. I don't know, but I can remember. <laughs> I can remember being born. You see, and there's no many people who can remember being born. There's only very few, and the reason I know is because years on. I met the doctor that delivered me. And I said, I had, I had certain memories that I threw up to him. I'll tell you the story. It's not very long. It's five minutes long. I can remember a white light, right? Imagine the most brightest you'll start crying in a minute. Can imagine the, the, a hallway, right? But it's the most beautiful light, but doesn't hurt your eyes. Imagine everything's white, right? And in front of me, next to me, side of me, there was people, there was women, there was men. Right, but we're all older, right? Walking down this hallway, and I can remember looking to myself, and there was a woman there, and there was a man standing next to me. And I, I can remember there was some voice, and it was just says, "Keep going, just keep going." 
and I looked over my shoulder behind me. I know you're not meant to, I don't think you're meant to do this when you're getting like maybe reincarnated or whatever. And I looked over my shoulder behind me, and there was lots of people standing, like waving. Right? And then I was born. All of a sudden, I was like, I was in this weird room, right? The room that, the reason I can remember this room, the reason I can remember this room, there was three people in that room, my mother, the doctor, and the nurse. And the reason I can remember this room is because it all had green tiles, right? The floor had red tiles, the walls had green tiles. Over in the corner was a sink, and the other corner was a kind of medical stuff. Mm. Later on, maybe about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I've had this, I've been thinking about this for a long time. And when I was born, the hospital I was born in a year later was knocked to the ground. It was it was levelled and they built houses on top of it. Right? Now you bear in mind at that time we were one years old. One year old. There was no photos allowed in the days inside the Ken room where you're born. You get what I mean, right? And the doctor's actually he's actually retired now. And I says to him, I says, I says, I can remember it. He said, Oh, you came with doctors are late, you know. They don't believe in this kind of stuff. And I says, Ah, but the room had green tiles with red floors. And he just went. And he went, I did actually, aye. It's it's weird you should say that. And I says, I on the left hand side there was a sink, and the right hand side there was like a cabinet. And he says, he says, you know, you've you've and there was a door, too. And he says to me, he says, You have described that room to a T. They delivered something like maybe over a hundred babies in that room. And did he never ask if if there was a picture, a photograph taken that you would have looked at the photograph and would have remembered? If from he that? says to me, he said to me, he says to me, there was no way you could tell. He says, he, he, he says to me, he says, there's no way you should know that. The only evidence would be my mother. But mm. that it was, I think I was born at six o'clock in the morning or something like that. Um, I can't remember. Um, but. I asked my mum about this, and she went, aye, aye, green tiles, aye, you're right enough, you're right enough. But she never really told me about this. But it's weird because it's like it's photo imprinted in my head. I can, I can picture it right now. I can picture that room down to a T. And it's like there was like a shelf, there was a cabinet with like bottles in it. You know how they had the old-fashioned locked doors? And then there was another bit where it had all like the surgery equipment. With You know how they and, oh, God, this is going by. You Going back, and this is before you used time to quote, they used to like boil all the instruments. There was like kind of cooker things that would boil instruments. They were sitting, and I could remember them sitting. Mm. And it was weird because after that, I used to remember, I used to remember. There was more, but I can't remember what it was. There was, there was, there was something else, but I can't remember what it was. And that's it's always puzzled me. I never tell you to quote this back, but I've, there's always something else that I seen that I witnessed. But because I've become an adult now, because I think it's when kids start going to a certain age, they forget who they are. It's oh. like I, I had a purpose, but I don't know what the purpose was. Wow. Maybe I've done my purpose. Maybe it was meeting to go. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. It's. It's quite it's it's quite interesting because I actually said to the Lisa Fry about it and she says, Yeah, that's you that's what it's like because she she's a medium. She 
talks to the dead and stuff like that. And she says, that is what it like. It's different for when you're going there. But when you're coming here, what usually happens is the family bring you to where you go to come back and they all stand and wave you off. And that's what it was. I was walking with other people. So I was maybe born in that room, but the woman next to me at the side was maybe born somewhere else. And the man standing next to me was maybe born somewhere else. Yeah. Hey, Neil. <laughs> Good to see you, bud. Oh, my. So the family, so when you were born and you were saying that the family was waving you off, I have been told now when you pass over that you have a choice to yes. move on or to come to back. Come back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been told, yeah. I've, been, mm. I, I've met a lot of very, very gifted mediums. Wow. And they've told me that you get two choices. You can either yeah. just stay on the other side or you can come back. I think I'll be staying there for a week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's, yeah. it's weird. It's like, it, it's weird because I feel like I've been here a few times. I feel like I've been running mm -hmm. the, circle, the circuit a few times. And I don't know what it is because I've spoke to a lot of other mediums about this, right into this kind of stuff. And they even say it about me. They say that maybe this is your last time doing the... I've been told you get so yeah. many times that you yes. can come back and then that's yeah. it. I right. said to my children, I'm going to haunt them. I'm going to watch them. I'm not leaving them. See, they know this. See, I've got a theory. I think a lot of people in this field, a lot of people in the spiritual field, us we've we're all in our later years our later stages so yeah. when we you'll see what i mean the new what i mean is when when we pass we can stay because i think we've been here that many times and that's yeah. what attracts us to the the paranormal side of stuff is because we know real deep down we know what happens you understand it, it, it's, it's good yeah and do you, do you think yeah. we're, you know, we're, we're touching base on reincarnation and everything? Do you think yeah. it, it can happen because we haven't fulfilled what we were meant to fulfill in, in life? So I is think it like, you have to say no. like Groundhog Day, the, the movie, where he repeats no. the day over and over and day till he gets it right? Is that sort of, do you believe that that's sort of similar? The, the people I've spoke to, the really good mediums that I've met, I know one of them, Danny, uh, Jason Bones Inspector. He's really into that. I don't know if you've met Jason Bones Inspectors. His name's Danny. He's really, really good. People that I've met, psychics that have told me that whatever your religion is, that's what you get. Right? If you believe in your religion, that you, you get reincarnated again, that's what you get. You die and you come back. You die, nah, but see, this is the thing. that You die, but you have to go through like a life review. And then you make the choice. So your life review as in, could I have done better? Do yes. I need to change something? Do I need to um, finish something off, apologize or fix something? I, it's, like for, it's like for someone that's done something bad, right? A lot of people think, let's, so let's, let's, let's just pick somebody. Let's pick one of the soldiers for Auschwitz, right? That murdered some Jews, mm -hmm. right? They think they'll be going to hell forever. No, that's not what happens to them. Something worse happens to them right it's like something worse than hell so they'll go they'll go through their life of you but then they'll be sent back to live a terrible life but then they'll come back and they'll do a life review and then they'll be sent back again and again and again 
until they've like learned who they are and what they've done. Yeah. It's different for some people. It's different. There's some of the the souls out there, like I don't know if Dakota can agree with me here, but there's people out there, like people that have done so much good in the world. Like take Gandhi or somebody like that. Take somebody that's done really good. They've done good all their life. That's all they've done, right? That, that's all they've done. They are treated like kings when they're coming into the afterlife. They go higher up. They go to a different plane where they're treated. And they get the choice. They get the choice. Stay in. They get the choice. You can stay here. You can go I'm back. Going to be, I'm going to be a queen. Hmm. <laughs> but it's... Dakota's actually... Dakota, do you want to say about this? Because I know that you've got stuff on this. <laughs> I got stuff on them. Yeah. Part of the natural reincarnation cycle, yes, there is karmic debts. And yes, it can carry over into the next life. But the thing is, it's not as linear as we think. Say, so going to yeah. the Auschwitz example, a soldier may have died, you know, pr proud of what they've done. Mm -hmm. But they're like, no, you were a dick sent him back as one of the very Jews that he's killed, just yeah, as an example. It it's a lot no more time. complex than we realize. There's no time. Going in... wow. Not quite. Well, time's different in the afterlife. Yeah. Well, put it that way. Can it's we... like five minutes over there is like a while here. Can That's a question we asked. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's 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 complicated. What a lot of mediums have told me, and a lot of really good ones have told me that time is different in the afterlife. It's like five minutes here is a lot longer hour there, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like it's like Dakota says they could have went back and became one of the Jews that get gassed or one of the disabled that get gassed, right? It's it's weird how it works because. Some psychics have told me that some people have went back to the Victorian times to become mm -hmm. born. What? I know. Yeah. So you could go back if you died, right? Say you live for another 70 years, right? 80 years, right? And you die, you could go back to 1960 if you wanted to. I was going to say, I want to go back to the 70s, but I was born in the 70s. So I'd like to try a different area. Yes, or, you could you know, want. That just gave yes. my age away, didn't it? <laughs> Dakota Ken's made a bit the kind of time kind of stuff. That it's like, like first and stuff like that. I will I will say this, Chris. Those explanations are way harder than they actually need to be. Oh, I can't even comprehend. Well, no, 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 there's a much simpler way of explaining it. When you go to and I don't know why people. I it, it seems like it's. It probably sounds so simple. People mm -hmm. think, okay, that's way too easy. That can't be right. Time is not a river. It's an ocean. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot more movement than what we can be called. Now, you know, like Chris said, there's the choice and there's souls that can go into different time periods, possibly even different realities. It's kind of hard to test that without killing a bunch of people off and say, okay, tell me when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> But there's also another element, kind of digging into the Starseed program. The concept of Starseeds, yes, souls can have different incarnations from different planets. But at the same time, 
what we know as Star Seeds who are coming down because they have a specific mission. Yes. They figured out how to hack, basically, the human body to where it can accept foreign souls. Now, you know, it's they consider it kind of a loophole. It's said to come from the Council of Nine, taught the Galactic Federation. You can't, you know, whole prime directive, don't mess with the planet's evolutionary process till it's ready to achieve space travel. But they didn't say about it putting people on the inside so to speak yeah so there's certain individuals they are a lot rarer than people realize it's essentially a mix of doctor who and quantum leap yeah they're coming down for a specific purpose mm -hmm. but instead of going through reincarnation you know the tunnel of light they wake up in a stasis pod like out of the matrix which I remember going into before coming here. See, I don't. It's different from me. I remember walking down the hallway kind of thing, which I think I'm a wee bit different for Dakota. But you've got to remember, to people, but, ah, but how can these extraterrestrials have the technology for this? I mean, you've got to remember, some of these extraterrestrials that are visiting us are millions and millions of years old. They're past the point of wars in their society. They've, they've had wars in their society. And stuff like some of them are I, some of them are still maybe killing each other, but some of them are Dakota. Do you want to explain it? What are you trying to go for? I'm trying to go for the, some of the extraterrestrials are very they want the okay. earth to be in a better <clears throat> because they know what happens to their gotcha. worlds. All right, all right, right. all right. I, I, okay, I, ha I had to ask him sometimes, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, they would. You got to realize time is not a river, it's an ocean. Say, like the Pleiades, as an example, that's supposed to be like 140 light years away. Basically, if we were to look at that with a sophisticated enough telescope to where we could see what's going on to the planet, we would see what would be taking place in the 1600s, according to us, basically. The math was way off, but you get what I mean. There's plenty of factors that alter it. Gravity, like I said, apparently DNA has a match to where souls can actually be rejected from the body, like some, some, a bad organ transplant as well. Mm -hmm. It's... And they also say the reason why the Galactic Federation was warned, formed in the first place was because absolute hell broke loose. Uh, there's individuals, and I've had some of these visions myself, where people are seeing what look like you know the draconians attacking, absolutely destroying societies, biting the heads off of people. Wow. The origin of how humans look now does not originate on Earth. Yeah. Okay. There's I a mix of at least 24 different alien races that came together and mixed yeah. up, mixed into us. There's more in the earth than meets the eye. I don't think that the human race really originated here, to be purely honest with you. Mm. Right. <laughs> it, it's there's like Mars, for instance. At one time, Mars looked like Earth. We all know that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And to this day, there's still extraterrestrials living there. To this day, they're still did they like, find water on Mars? Did they find water? It's frozen Mars? in the polar caps, but it's as well as under the surface. 
Yeah. But it's but there is there is proof out there that there is extraterrestrials living on Mars where it's not really on it and underneath. Look at it. some of the news about the James Webb's telescope. <clears throat> I mean they're it they're saying that it spotted uh, several oh different planets yeah. within the Goldilocks zone that could easily foster life as we know it. But here's the thing. That is such a small sample to look at. You can just look at the different extreme conditions that we have found life here on Earth. Life, yeah. you know, it's like Jurassic Park. Life finds a way. Yeah, mm -hmm. look at this. So look, we're looking right, for look. planets where we can possibly go to. We're looking at Titan is one of the closer examples, the moon around Saturn. And there's actually photos from the James Webb telescope that look like there's a big ass city on Titan. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, you just look at you just look at the deepest oceans in Earth, where the volcanoes under the water, yeah. and it's really, really deep. The pressures are unimaginable, right? And there's volcanoes, yeah. and there's life clung to those. Totally, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know, with these things sometimes, but it it just has to be reminded that we yeah. know about be reminded sorry nando no 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 that's that's sort of the same you know going into the talks about aliens ufos you know one question i do have and i've been told i have to ask it and it was from uh -oh. my 10 year old son rocco right we we were talking before and he was like who have you got on your show today daddy and i was like bold and bonkers and he asked questions about what they look into and i was saying about ufos aliens that you're quite open with a lot of stuff that you're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> the one question he asked, and I've never really thought about it before because I thought it was just a man-made thing, but according to him, that's not 100% sure. So if I sound stupid, I'm sorry. Yeah. But the pyramids of Egypt, he, he, wow. he's under the impression that it wasn't a man-made thing. It was something from up there. Um, you know, and... May, this is how silly I am because I'm getting my information from a ten-year-old. So, but, <laughs> what did you want you know, to take this one? But, but his question was for you guys: What do you feel? Do you believe that the pyramids were man-made, or do you think they were made by something else? Oh, they were made by something else. They were guided by something else, but men were involved. You have to remember there it, there are actual quarters that are believed to. Be, belong to workers for the pyramids basically some of the it is actually widely believed by archaeologists and that's one of the things why i love elena denon so much she yeah. actually is a certified archaeologist and has been to the pyramids of egypt to see these things for herself right. there's actually working quarters where the egyptians have better working conditions than most americans <laughs> <laughs> But yes, there is a lot of evidence that you got to remember ancient aliens tries to point to, you know, the hieroglyphs that look like, you know, helicopters and airplanes. Yeah. That is an unfortunate byproduct. Egypt had a lot of history that was tried to be covered up over the years. You got to remember, yeah. by the time of Cleopatra, Egypt already had ancient Egyptian archaeologists by the time Cleopatra came around. That's how long their history is. Yeah. There's been several you, times where their stuff on the hieroglyphs got plastered over and something new got etched on. Over time, yeah. the plaster yeah. was crap and faded away, so those images kind of blended into each other. Yeah. Mm. You've got, you got to look at things, too. You've got to the religion played a part in Egypt, too. You've got to the holy wars. They stole a lot of stuff, right? 
the archaeologicals and the maybe the 1800s and 1900s we stole a lot of stuff just look at the museums of great britain they've had to hand back things that mm. we've took right mm -hmm. i mean at one point one of the pyramids had a gold had a gold um pyramid and top see was it was it the great pyramid dakota had the gold triangle the on the top here most of the pyramids actually had kind of gold plating yeah, at the top and quartz plated. on the sides. It was a lot shinier looking back then. See, this is, this is where you get in the rabbit hole with the Knights Templars and stuff like that. Because if you're a Masor if you're a Mason, the, <laughs> the Masons, if the Masons believe, because I actually come from a long line, I'm no a Mason, but a lot of my family were, and the the, the Masons worshipped a, a pyramid, right? And on one side it said Jehovah. Right, the name of God that that was put there. That wasn't the, the people that built the pyramids that put that there. That was put there by somebody else. And King Solomon attained it and put it in his wee thing, and then the Templars took it away and stashed it somewhere. But at one point, that would have sat on top of one of the pyramids. Right, that was one of the the capstones. It was solid gold. Wow. It was used for something. What we don't know and where it is today, we don't know. Are you kidding me? I, it's it's missing. It's never been found. But it's 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 got the name of God on it, Jehovah. It's 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 known. It's a pyramid. Just look it up. If you look up, it, if you look the pyramid up in the back of the dollar, that's representing the gold because it's the David Masonic Lodge on the top of the pyramid. I've seen videos and so on where you do see the gold at the very very top of the pyramid. Yes, and what happened? That King Solomon took it, right? And put right. it in his wee stash and his king's all mines or whatever it was he had. And he had a he had everything in there, the Ark of the Covenant, he had the Grail, he had everything. But then the Knights Templars come along and thought, You're not having that. And they took mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff, like the, the Ark and the, the Grail, mm -hmm. whatever it was, which is mm -hmm. another subject altogether, including the capping stone from one of the pyramids, right? Which was a solid mm -hmm. imagine something the size of a car that was solid gold. Right, pyramid. It was a capping stone, and it had the name Jehovah on the side. Yeah, that came for one, and it, it had a purpose. But obviously, mm -hmm. the name was added later on. People were theorised what it could done. I mean, Dakota, what's your opinion on what the pyramids were? <clears throat> yes, there were tombs for the pyramids but they've also been shown to be able to conduct electricity yes the reason why we can validate that there was some kind of plating on the pyramids is that we found trace elements now the official story is that a lot of it got stolen by looters and that mm. could be very well true however the masons had a very invested interest to where it is actually speculated they may have trafficked young children into the inner chambers of the pyramid in order to try to access areas yeah. that are locked off. Because it is believed that in these children's <clears throat> blood, the DNA has some sort of activation. But the thing is, the person, the walking key, for lack of a better word, had to be alive. Mm-hmm. There's stories, and Elena dealt a lot with them. I know he teases me a lot about how much I bring her up, but if there's anybody who has an almost 100% track record with the things she's talking about, it's her. 
I will say this. I will. I will say this about the, the Masonics and the Masons and stuff like that. That that would make a show in itself, right? Yeah. The, the Masons aren't as bad as people think they are, right? I think there's a lot of myths surrounding them. There's a lot of myths surrounding them. There's a lot of myths in a way surrounding them. Like they've got ties to that, the Knights Templars and stuff like that. And I had a lot of family members that were Masons, right? And they used to tell me some stuff that maybe shouldn't have, you know, because there's probably some people watching this. <laughs> that they but it's actually quite amazing. But the, the, the Masons actually do a lot of charity work for people. They do a lot of charity work in the world. But the the pyramids is a... It, it's one of the things that's like, how how were they built? And that's what puzzles me because, mm. I mean, they're old. The, the, the pyramids themselves are actually older than what the mainstream says they are. And it, mm. it, 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 it's very puzzling. I think there was the, the were a power station for something. I think they were there to supply the earth with power at one point. I mean, that's why the gold stone, that's where the gold pyramid was best conductor gold is the best conductor right. of electricity yeah and then later on oh, it was quartz. stolen and someone put the name on the side of it and then king solomon took it and then the knights templar took it and then the masonic looked after it and that's how that came into thing the, the, the masons and the templars didn't have they didn't make that they found that Aye. up there there was there was more than one don't get me wrong there was more than one there was lots i just wanted to ask dakota very quickly there when you mentioned blood and this is what has been said before. Um, Reese's O negative blood that has got to do with uh, alien something like that. Is that any? Is that true? Oh, oh yeah. I am. I, I uh, come from a family of eleven, and I am the only one with Reese's negative O blood. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a twin, and my my whole family, the ten of them have different blood, positives and so on. I am the only, I'm special. I always said I was special. But I'm the only one with racist negative O blood. Yeah. Am I Nanu Nanu? Am I out there? Many would say no. You're definitely out there. Uh, You're definitely out there, Nando. <laughs> if you go to look at abduction support groups, a majority of abductees are actually O negative blood types. Something about the racist factor, something about the racist factor apparently yeah. acts as an off switch for psychic ability. It is speculated that the Anunnaki they integrated it. Oh, they say O negative came from Anunnaki. In fact, there's a lot of speculation where O negative actually comes from in the mainstream just because yeah. it seems so it out of place. Yeah. yeah, I looked it up from monkeys. Apparently, it came from monkeys. They, they also say that about STDs. <laughs> <laughs> but here's also another thing, though. Thank you. And you're talking to again that not only has an alien baby mama, but whose family history actually traces back to an ancient Sumerian god believed to be an actual Anunnaki. I told my family I was special, and they didn't believe me. See, that's what that is. I'm bloody special, and I tell you, I told them, but they don't believe me. But now I am. Dakota, do you know the same blood type? I just said that. I see. I yeah. the same as me. Yeah. But how is it possible that even though I'm a twin and I have a you know a family mm -hmm. of eleven? 
But you know what? The thing is, Christopher, when I was younger, I did a show before on an alien, coffee and alien, coffee and UFO talk uh, last year. And I was like, gosh, what do I know about this? And then all of a sudden, Pandora's box opened. And I'm like, I remember. I remember when I was young, way too, I was, I was the out of, I was the one that was out there in my family. And I remember we had bunk beds, you know, and I'm looking out the window. I was young, I probably about 10, younger, 11, something like that. And I, I was looking out the window, nighttime, I was looking up at the sky. And I said, and I said to my friend, I've got to say this tonight. She goes, don't. And I said, I've got to say it. I've got to say it. And I didn't want to look out the window at the night sky because I knew they'd be looking and they would be looking at me and I'm looking at them. And I know they're seeing me and they know I'm seeing them. So I know that they know and they know that I know that we both know. Yeah, everybody knows that that. We're looking at each other. And yeah. how would I think of something like that when I was a child? How would I know this as a child? I know I was a little out there when I was younger. I was the kind of like the weird one of the family. But how, and if I wasn't a twin, I'd say, you know, I'd be saying, well, Jesus, you know, where did I come from? But how, when I was young, how would I know that they are looking at me? And and I'm fearful of it. I'm, I, 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 these UFO movies, I'm like abductions and I'm like, no. And I interviewed Mike Heston Rogers and, you know, we did, I, I'm kind of going through him with a few things, but it, uh, was I the weird child? Or was anything no. to it? Nando, I see you shaking your head. You're like nodding your head. Like, yes. <laughs> Am okay. I the chosen one? Let's, let's see. Have you heard the tale that uh, Star Wars wasn't necessarily all made up? May have actually been based on something? Yes. Yes. You can feel the disturbance in the force, for lack of a better yeah. word. Especially if you have some sort of a connection, you are you identical or fraternal? Fraternal, fraternal. Okay. Yeah. okay, so if it was identical, that would definitely be a lot weirder. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's pretty evident that somebody messed with you. No, because it's, there's another set of twins in my family, and they're totally non-identical. Like you have to show your birth sir, to show that. Now, me and my twin Vicky, we. Kind of look a little similar as we get older. We laugh the same, you know, and so, you know, we have mm -hmm. the same voice. We're laughing. My other sisters who are twins look totally don't don't even look like family, but they all have the same blood type and so on. It's just me. But my says my twin is You've been chosen. Yeah, you're the lucky one out of the bunch. I have I have eleven <laughs> brothers and, and sisters my mom myself. Tara, like you know, mom, I told you I was special, and she goes, "Jennifer, mm -hmm. no, you're not." I'm like, "Yes, I am." Uh, no, I'm. I have 11 brothers and sisters. I'm the oldest. And as far as I know, I'm the only one who's actually dealt with any of this. My goodness. And, and just on that, Dakota, you know, you got, you're the oldest out of 11 siblings then, you know, how, what, what do they say about the stuff that you do and what you're into, you know, and the same with you, Chris, what, what what's your family? Cause my mum, you know, bless her, you know, she, she always says that she supports what I do because I've mm. got a passion for it. But she feels that you're you're stepping into things that you shouldn't step into sometimes, especially when you're going down like the spiritual world of stuff. But all of it as a whole, she reckons it's stuff that should just be left alone. What what, what are your family like when it comes to all this? Dakota, do you like go first? Well, for me, like I said again, my own mother didn't believe me when I was saying this type of stuff. Like, but granted, like I said, I was using. The second I heard that 
you know, the penitentiary we went to for a school field trip was haunted. I was like, (laughs) 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 like, it wasn't until I started learning how to catalog this stuff. They said, oh, you're watching too much of that Ghost Hunters. I started doing it on my own, started catching things right off the bat on my first case. And they're like, okay, he was not kidding. When I got in touch with some of my estranged family members, I go to ask them about this type of stuff. It's like, oh yeah, that's been happening to our family for quite some time. What? It's like, yeah, um, your grandma, she's actually been dealt had to deal with grace in her lifetime, and something about that particular branch of grace was not very combat compatible. So apparently, the offspring had issues. That can only be corrected with mommy's milk. So this should show you how off the rails my family is. Where describing my grandmother being abducted and milked by aliens will seem like okay conversation. That would be a. Little- <laughs> I was like, and there's also old stories of like my great grandmother's great grandfather apparently being telekinetic. Like mm. It's a, a more recent discovery where I found out that. Apparently, some of the royal family in my, you know, my family tree can be directly connected to the Anunnaki god. Okay. So that does that make me a demigod? Bow to me, mortals! (laughs) (laughs) I'm special, so I don't have to. I've actually been all right, yeah. My family seem to be okay with it because some of them have experienced like spirits and stuff like that in their lives. And the alien stuff, I will say that <laughs> the alien stuff, the kind of like, like, it's like, mm. I'm, it's like I, they look at me as if I'm one of the, the kids at the village of the damned or something like that. <laughs> they don't really talk about the alien stuff, and I don't talk about it to them. That's I'm my stance the- on that. The, the, the problem with the alien stuff and then going into it, because there is a question based yeah. around UFOs, you know, you don't know what's real because a lot of things are kept under wraps, oh, yeah. you know, and I think that's the biggest problem. You know, we're, we're when we're talking about spirits, you know, it's a very open subject now. People are very open to talk about their experiences, I find. But when it comes to things like aliens, I think it's so, especially with like Area 51, you know, it's oh, so closed yeah. doors and... You know, it's hard to know what to believe. But before we go into that, um, one of the questions that was on here was, why Why do you think UFOs come to Earth? What, what do you think their purpose is for coming to Earth? For a few reasons. There's for a few reasons. There's a plethora of reasons. Oh, God. There, there's, a, there's, there's, oh. At least, there's almost 200 different species that have been oh, known I... to come to Earth, all for different reasons. Some we don't know, some we do know. There's a race of greys that are actually very peaceful and are mm-hmm. more known to be like intergalactic geologists, and they just want to look at our pretty rocks. Yeah, there's some that mm-hmm. do abductions. In my case, I have an alien baby mama, so and apparently they're working on bringing the more humanoid species to Earth very soon think, for the grand reveal. I, I do think there's a lot of them that are curious about us, right? Some of them are curious about us. Some of them are like, ooh, look at them. They're shooting at each other. Let's let's go and watch them. That's right. And some of them are like, some of them are interested, knowing us, knowing us. 
some of them are interested in in our wildlife, right? I was going to say alien pets. Eh? What was that? Alien pets. That's a good point, actually. I've never asked them that. Because, I mean, I I love animals. I mean, I I have too many animals here, but is there alien pets? Mm -hmm. Did anybody ever think of alien animals? I've never thought of that. Get there. And, and I love thinking, an alien pet. <laughs> now, don't send them down to me. Don't send them down. I've got too many animals here as it is. But Actually, <laughs> there's a bit of an interesting story to that I have. Mm-hmm. Are you guys familiar with the CE5 protocols? I've heard of it a little bit. For those who don't know, CE5, they're basically a collection of sound frequencies collected from actual UFO spots. There's some that were yeah. recorded from crop circle formations there's one on there that's from mount shasta it's all put together by dr stephen greer to try to initiate civilian based contact that's what you know it's close encounters of the fifth kind where eventually the people say we don't want to deal with our politicians we want to talk to them directly yeah so there would be a number of times where i would conduct these sessions right outside my house and there'd be plenty of times where all of a sudden i'd look up and there's a white light sitting there that would be eventually coming closer, responding. And what's probably all the movement commands you're supposed to do? I would take it a step further and have some kind of spirit box on me. Nice. And I would start asking questions. And it would respond. It almost play can English. You, can mm-hmm. you use a spirit box if you're calling out for not what we do in, in the paranormal? But can you use a spirit box to call out? If, I will say this, because I know everybody here is old enough to know the reference. And if you can think of another one to help me deal with some of the younger generation, I would really appreciate it. But when it, com- when it comes to dealing with spirits, aliens, and even some cryptids, the human mind is a lot like old TVs when you try to turn on a movie or a video game. Y'all, you got to put everything through channel three. It's not going to be able to tell a difference. Okay. So, yes, you can use a spirit box and actually get responses. I have several videos of obvious interactions. There's been times where I've run multiple different ones, and the devices started talking to each other. Yeah. Well, there's this one, one day, where I lived in a house that was out in the country a bit, so we had stray cats all the time. To help keep the mice at bay, we usually toss them a little food just to keep them around. Well, all of a sudden, there's this one day where one with eight toes on both of its front paws showed up. And I was like, all right, cat's showing up. Not too weird. She's got an awful lot of toes, but all right. Wasn't really a very friendly cat. The extra toes were not a problem unless you were the birds she was trying to kill. All of a sudden, I do one of these CE5 sessions. The cat's out there with me. All of a sudden, there's a message that comes across. This is Daddy. The cat is a gift from us. Please take care of her. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, yeah, I, she actually just left the room as I started talking about her. So I don't think she's is she there. Is, is that she Octavia? there? Yeah, Octavia. Yeah. yeah. No, the cat's with me. I kept her. You gotta show us. You gotta show us that. Uh, she just ran out of the room as soon as I said it. 
She's like, uh, I'm getting out of here. She's like, dad, again? Yeah. I know, for no. some reason, and like I said, I'm a big guy, so normally, even if animals are friendly, it takes them a little time to kind of adjust. She, I literally just sat down to kind of get her level because I wanted to take a closer look at her feet. She literally just crawled right up into my lap and goes, okay, hi. Nice, nice, yeah. She's seeing something because there's been times, and I've moved house since I've got her. Mm -hmm. We brought her with us. There's a particular corner of my house where I remember flying through the wall whenever my star family, as they usually get called, come to visit, which is at least once a week lately. There's a particular corner that I remember going out. There's times where all of a sudden there'd be coldness in the room and she is trying to Looks like she's trying to crawl through a hole that does not exist in that wall. Yeah. And I've put it EMF, I pointed thermal. There's some sort of disturbance there that should not be there. Did that sorry, Christopher? I was just What's gonna say that that usually did that no start after a friend died? Because remember you said you were having yeah, yeah. I it's on Halloween we had um, there was a guest we had all the time yeah. on our show. His He went by the name of Mike the Naked Bigfoot. Basically, his whole thing is that he ran a farm <clears throat> in Blue Ridge Mountains out of Virginia. And that he didn't... And there was a local Sasquatch population that did not like him. They would constantly <laughs> attack his property, steal his, his produce, kill a few of his animals. He would tell his kids not to go outside at night unless they had a gun on them. Yeah. He passed away. He was actually practicing voodoo priest. He oh, died wow. on Halloween of all days, okay. which. Oh, goodness. It was his favorite day. Yeah. He, he actually kind of wanted that to happen. Yeah. So <laughs> it was yeah. after the Halloween of last year that that started happening and there's been a couple of times where she started doing it at night and all of a sudden i see mike's head poking out the poking out the wall like this hi <laughs> yeah. and he was kind of that goofy older guy who would do something like that yeah. if he had the chance it's a, it's a shame he's gone because he would have made a great guest to your show because he, oh he, he wasn't just a voodoo priest he, he, he done a lot of investigations and he done mm -hmm. a lot of house cleansings and he was mm. a really good friend of ours like and oh he was no. such a nice man oh it sounds like we missed it sounds yeah. like we missed out on a great person to be able uh, to, sorry. yeah, yeah. To in on the chat because it sounds like you would have brought a lot to the table as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a bit of an intersection when it comes to the UFOs that I just barely found out. When we first met Mike, it was through a live stream like this. It was kind of an open panel. We had a bunch of people on with the company Chris and I met through. This was shortly after that spiritual attack I mentioned that ended up causing Lex to start coughing up blood. Mm -hmm. You know how in alien invasion movies, there's like the really garbled electric transmission, the, yeah. something going on. All yeah. of a sudden, through Mike's end, okay. that started happening. It's, it was a clear voice. It, the voices were deep. If they were human, they would be 
they were they had to be huge. All of a sudden, I'm having a technical <laughs> issues. My signal cuts out. I have to jump off for a bit. Five seconds later, something comes across his end saying, "We want Dakota Franson." Mm. Well, they ain't gonna set up something like that to me. And the second, the second I heard I that, I was like, "Did me. those fuckers just say my name?" <laughs> <laughs> now, more recently. Elena Dinan, she mentioned that her contact within the Galactic Federation is, goes by the name of Thorhan Iridian. He was meeting with some generals in a base out of the Blue Ridge Mountains. From The area she drew was actually not too far from Mike's farm. Hmm. And I'm just like, okay, Mike, what the hell are you doing to me here, man? Blimey. <laughs> yeah. And um, and just so there, there is a question that's come up. I don't know if you guys would want to answer this, but I like this question. Um, yes, oh God. Okay. this is the quote. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna um, have a juice. <laughs> but but with with that, with saying that on the terms of aliens, UFOs, and I touched base on this with you guys just before you jumped in, Jenny. Um, we're Hi. having the chat. I was watching um, Paranormal Capture, and they do a lot of stuff with yeah. UFOs. Now, there yeah. was one particular gentleman that was on there, um, and, you know, it just sort of intrigued me what he was saying. He is able to, like, telepathically send messages to UFOs, and then suddenly he has them come over. Um, do you guys – I know you sort of answered the question, but just for everyone that's watching – you know, do you guys believe that you can have that sort of ability to communicate with just your mind to them yeah. and ask them to come down to us? Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's the short answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and is there a science behind it? Like, what, what, how, you know, what kind of person do you think it takes to be able to have that sort of skill to be able to communicate in that way? In theory, anybody can do it. But if you now, this is kind of one of those situations where, where when you think about it, this describes majority of the paranormal field. <laughs> this is one of those things that you do not know for a hundred percent certain until you're in the middle oh, of it happening. Sure. If someone possibly has some sort of implant that helps them communicate, yeah. they can obviously do it. Or if Say, like in my case, we're part of the Star Sea program. We have a natural connection with our loved ones up there. It's based on what I've seen personally, it can work a lot like twin telepathy. Or yeah. if you just have that one family member, and I love as I said that her camera goes out of focus. We sort of had the problem at the start, didn't we? Where we got onto a subject and it's really Chris started cutting out completely. Yeah, no, that so was talking about William Shatter of all people. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, she's back in the room. She's back in the room. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I can never do that. Oh my god! Hold on, hold on. Come in, come in. Hold on. <laughs> Nando, when you said like, you know, uh, te uh, telepathically, you know, can we communicate with them? And it was just so, like when I was younger. I knew not to look out because then they will see, you know, Jenny's mm -hmm. looking and I will know that mentally I will know that they're looking and I didn't mm -hmm. want to be taken because I have this huge fear. 
since I was a child. And I'm like, well, I didn't watch enough movies for this to have a huge fear in me. And I know when I went to see the movie Signs, it was just no, mm. no. War of the Worlds is is the movie, and I know it's a movie, but it's, uh, a, it's a big uh, no-no for me. It's a big mm. no-no. Even the sound of them, the walking, everything for that for me is a no-no. I just, I'm not, I mean, the only thing I like was E.T. because I want to go home with E.T. That's see, it. None of, that's no the thing. See, that's the thing about the movie industry. They paint a bad image on these guys, right? Yeah. The movie industry is like, paints a really bad image for these people, these extraterrestrials, I'll call them that. I call them people because I see them all the time. Uh, they, they paint them a really bad image for, yeah, there are some of them that would eat you. I'll admit mm-hmm. that there are some of them out there that would eat you, take away the layer and have you for your dinner, right? But you don't need to worry about them because they're kind of like few in between and they kind of stay away from here, kind of mm-hmm. slightly. You might get them, right? I'm scared them there and all that, but they don't particularly. And my one that comes to me, he's he doesn't like the, the movies, they're no all portrayed that way. A lot of them are just here to help and they're caring and they're loving. A lot of them are loving and caring. Well. And then there's some of them that are, well, I wouldn't get here. I wouldn't. Is it green? green. Yeah, you do look a little green now. There they go. I'll put that one on there. I'm not green. And Dakota, can I ask a question as well? So if, if the movies are portraying the UFO and aliens to be really bad and be afraid of them, my biggest thing is about what's going on in Area 51. Why the big secrecy? Yeah. Do they think that humans cannot take it now that we can prepare us if something's going to happen? Like, yeah, are they trying to uh, put the fear into us? Here's the thing. Area 51, yes, it's an Air Force base. Yes, yeah. they have tested new types of aircraft. We knew that yeah. since the B-2 bomber was being flagged as yeah. a triangle UFO. There... You know, we have the TR-3B is what they call them and several different yeah. other models that look like triangle UFOs and they actually run on anti-gravity engines. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. The CIA is especially bad for this. The U.S. military trained several foreign armies at Area 51. There is multiple yeah. levels of secrecy that if people knew half the stuff that was going down, they would have to throw out some sort of Kardashian BS to keep a riot from going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, and there's, and, and, no, just, I'm, 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 I'm saying the truth here, but here, another thing is, oh my goodness. look what happened just before December 2012. NASA, of all places, was having to put out statements saying that, no, the world is not going to end because of the number of people, younger generation, who were calling in saying that if it was going to end, they may as well just kill themselves right there. Yeah. They are genuinely worried because this does reach so deep. It reaches so deep into several different cultural aspects. The second they come down, uh, if we're not ready... There's several people that are at least on, think they're on the right side of things. It's, I wish it was as black and white as people thought it was. Mm. Who, whose genuine fear is that they're going to have incidents of mass suicide. 
the whole like District Nine where there's you know segregation with alien races. There's legitimate fear that's going to happen. If you actually go onto the FBI website, there's declassified documents from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. One of the first things it says on the very first page is that they are friendly. They look like this, but if you were to oh, yeah. cut them open, their organs are a little different. Oh yeah, they're friendly. They do not want to start conflicts. But if we try to start conflict with them, mm-hmm. we lose. Yes. Is that because of how advanced they are compared to the highly advanced? Absolutely. Okay. They're defending themselves. You know, they have to defend themselves. We should get it. Speaking as an American, we like big boom. <laughs> Their big boom <laughs> completely erases you from an incident. They have yeah. their weaponry. There's no sound. There's no light. Whoever is at the tar- business end of their weapons is gone. Just, just checkmate. Checkmate. You know, you push me, I'm gonna like push you back. But checkmate. Kind uh, of there's gonna be no trace of that person left. Yeah. But you see that. now, Dakota, people like me who's special with my blood, mm-hmm. will I be safe? Will they kind of take me away with them and kind I of? Like, a bit, but I? Would they? Technically, oh, there are some people who. Do get a bit of favoritism, but you that's because they have. You're gone. <laughs> You're done. I'm special. I told you. And I'm the one that's been abducting people, apparently. Oh, <laughs> You're know. saying about documents that state that aliens and you know they're they're friendly. They're nothing to be scared of. So why do you think the films portray them in a different light? You know, and I know we're we're yeah, going. Yeah. You know, I know this is going like way deep, but you got like films like Alien. You've got films like Alien that really that are really That's like scary scene. And is that all it's for? Is just for it's, for sh- it's to make people afraid yeah. of yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, basically every alien film, alien, alien film, alien film that's ever been made is scary, except for E.T. And mm-hmm. what's that one? Is it is it great is it counters of the third kind, the one where they play the, the, the piano in Table Mountain? Here's- no, here's the thing. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That was actually... That movie that's was actually a, inspired by by doc, government documents. That's the right. The main that's doctor right. behind Project Bluebeam. This is, this is, the main that doctor behind that government program was in that movie. Yes. Are you kidding However, me? Now, mind you, Spielberg, he's well known, and he He's gonna mention with his buddies. That's why you see like Star Wars and ET references bouncing back and forth. They're good friends, so obviously he's gonna share some information. I mean, here, I, let's go to you know, 1996 when Independence Day came out. Okay, yeah. What oh if I God. told you that's particular? The ones that well, they, invade, they're real. They exist. What the actual the aliens? Alien. The, yeah. Why they, did they, my audio just cut out? <laughs> Yeah, they exactly. you did just sort of cut out as you were talking into it. Yeah. You cut they, out and glory. I think that's wrong. <laughs> they exist. The aliens exist in real life. That's uh, they're real. They're out there. They exist. Oh, oh, yeah, they're watching you right now. That's the alien from Independence Day. Yep. Their oh, yeah. it was... originates in the Scorpion constellation. They're so called that... the Nomopo. So the Independence Day film was based on the aliens were coming to invade. Yeah. So so this specific mm. alien 
you've got a picture of it actually being a real thing, like it's documented. Yeah. Did what are they there to invade? Do you believe that that's yeah. true? Here's the thing. Actually, or... All right. The, that is the one alien species that scares the shit out of both sides. Uh, well, yeah, they kind of don't look just, beca- just because of the, the, the look. They are yeah. well known in mind control. Yes, as the movie shows, a lot of people speculate that our films were a way of trying trying to act big and tough. Mm-hmm. Trying to say if they were to try something, we would be able to take them out. Yeah, the whole reptilian army. These guys have weapons to completely annihilate them. Yeah. Only recently did they join the good guys. So, yes, they're freaky looking, but they're on our side. Well, there's even more freaky ones than that. There's even, there's even more freaky ones than that. Than that there's but... the mantis ones. Uh, Are they good? Are they bad? Both. There's ones on both sides. I just brought Brian just popped in there now. And I just think Brian just like really Brian. <laughs> and you wonder <laughs> why you get in trouble with women. So hey, Brian, you were, you were obviously married to one of them. When we were talking there about you know saying that uh my my cameraman blurry Dakota and yours your sound cut out a wee bit and I was saying like oh you know they it's me and you like you know and I was like are they coming from oh it's coming for us and now all of a sudden I'm thinking oh there well, they are we'll wait we'll we'll right find now. that Jenny's Jenny's disappeared Jenny no longer exists she's gone I, I can do something what? Right here's the I, thing. I, I want to close my curtains. See, like, with the CE5 protocols, they highly recommend either There's using a like a Bluetooth speaker or have, putting up a walkie-talkie when you play the tones because it helps it broadcast the signal out to radio waves. Basically expands its influence. Oh, nice. Wi-Fi uses radio waves. See, they know, they know about you now, so that's the problem. Did you see, Nando, yeah, remember I sent you a picture of me wearing a... I, I got tinfoil from my kitchen, like a turkey tinfoil, and I put it, I wrapped it around my head and I made a big coat out of it. So I said, they're not reading my mind now. And a friend of mine, uh, she like she was in her country and I'm in Ireland, and she was... I dropped a nut and she... Really, Brian? Really? Can you block him, Nando? Oh. Oh, do you know what? It makes me know because we all, we always take chunks out of Jenny. Bless her. She take she takes a lot of banter from me and Brian. Bless her. But I'm Irish. Um, I can take it. So I'm good. But it's like Jenny was saying about I'm the alien. So better the, watch us. The, and Brian. She put the tinfoil one. But the conversation we were having, and this was the next question I was going to ask, is um, it's a bit like um, you watching it in films. You you're listening to different documentaries about aliens being able to read your mind as well. Do you believe mm-hmm. that they have the ability to know what we're thinking and, you know... Yeah. Mm-hmm. They... You have to realize the human body actually shows several different physical signs of your emotion. A very vibration actually changes, you know, like when we're in the good, when we're in a bad mood. People, you know, they say, oh, you're happy, you're glowing. Yeah, the, your, the energy around <laughs> your body is physically... Uh, moving a lot faster you can change that you you can act in theory i'm kind of stumbling over myself here Mm. we are walking biological antennas and all we need to do and if they are trying to figure this out it does not take much for someone who's knowledgeable enough to pick up on the changes in someone's physiology it's the same 
mm-hmm. as you know a dog being able to sniff out cancer in its owner. Sure. I totally Same agree. Same principles. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Is, I tell you, I mean, this is my subject. It's been a, I mean, I've never had so much conversation about UFOs. And Nando didn't know up to a few weeks ago I'm a UFO geek. Like, I, I just love all of it. There's so many questions. And I fucking knew I was special. I knew it. Can, mm. you, just, can you just do a call? Just read tonight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> should be on the phone. Should be like you're not going to believe what I can see. Um, I'm have to get know, my tip cards from my grease pan. Not going to see the last of it tonight, huh? in aliens, but has there been physical evidence yeah, that yeah, they exist? I was hoping for this. Oh, so then, I, I, I think we'll let Dakota start on that one. Then he's, he's got the. I find it. Here's the thing. I find it funny. People are so willing to believe in ghosts than aliens. There, I fucking said. How do we know that, oh, Jenny's dead grandma is standing right behind her? How do we know? Secondly, I was just just spitting out something (laughs) random. (laughs) Secondly, here's another question. If you want to try to say ghosts, (laughs) if you want to try to say ghosts are real, how come the afterlife is not a nudist party? How come ghosts have clothes? It's not part of our physical body. How how do our how do our clothes carry over to the afterlife? The guy that I know who is all about UFOs, UFOs, uh, abductee, and so on and so on, but doesn't believe in ghosts. This person is known, but they believe in abducting and and UFOs and and these spaceships and whatnot. But when I talk, talked about the paranormal, it doesn't exist. When I talk about spirits, ghosts, uh, and uh, no, I'm not saying that ghosts don't exist. I'm presenting a counter argument for how a lot of these people bring up, try to debunk, debunk alien claims. There uh, is too much out there to really deny that there could be life on other planets. Is it necessarily you know complex life as we think it? You know, able to travel the stars or even just do everyday things like we do here on Earth? Maybe not. We don't know. But there's too many variables in it to really deny the possibility. As for the afterlife, if you could find a way to prove to me for 100% that these are in fact dead people we're talking to with all these spirit boxes and EMF readers mm-hmm. without having to kill somebody and wait for them to come back, call me. We came to the right person. <laughs> yes, I do all. I do EVPs. I do audio. That is my go-to in when I do my investigations. I do audio and EVPs. That's my that's my thing. And I have to say, I will put my name and stamp it on the audio that I do, the right. investigations I do. So, yeah, listen, game I've on, been, Dakota. Let's do it. I've been, I've been on several investigations myself. I've been, had a situation where I'm on the phone with somebody who's dealing with a case that's got him and his family so scared. They are moving across country to get away from it. Oh, mind you. And all of a sudden, as he's telling me what's been going on, there's a voice of a small child in the background saying, put down the fucking phone or I'll kill you, bitch. This kid had to be like seven years old. Now, he did disclose to me that his wife had a miscarriage about that time. And the particular entity we figured that was targeting him has been known 
to kill kids. Yeah. Reasons. Uh, dark side. Well, that is dark. That is yeah, a dark side. Oh my gosh. Can I ask you a question mm -hmm. about pilots? You know, the, uh, I, I forget the, the year and, and so on, but when they have seen something and you can hear them radioing in to mm -hmm. say, you know, something has shot by me, is it on the radar and so on and so on, what not or what speed is it going at? And they just said they can't, you know. When they say, do you want to make a report? And they always say negative. Because I get it, they just don't want to be that I could be whatever year it was. Mm -hmm. But now as they get older, now they're saying yes. And it was written down and they show the paperwork, it was written down that they just mm -hmm. but they wanted to deny it. Why would why would the fear be in them to deny it? The same way I had a hard time telling the story about my daughter because the number of people, Chris included, was one of them. Who automatically assumed that I was being tricked by demons. Last time I checked, demons don't give a crap if you live or die. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. See, there, is a, there is a famous person out there that's that's actually reported a UFO saying, isn't that right, Dakota? Okay, there's quite a few people who've come forward. But are you talking about the no, well, are you talking about the Phoenix Lights incident? No, I'm talking about the American actor we were trying to get on the show. What's his name? Yeah, Kurt the Russell. Phoenix Light. Yeah, the Phoenix Lights. Yes, the Phoenix Lights. I heard about that. Yeah. I, I, the I unidentified that. pilot who radioed it in it was Kurt, it was Kurt it was Russell. It was Kurt Russell? Yeah. Yeah. He talks a bit. Of... If I'm yeah. right, he... about some tango and cash. Yes. Yeah. Goldie Hawn's husband, boyfriend. Goldie Hawn's husband. When he was doing yeah. a promotional tour for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. They mm -hmm. got to talking about the Phoenix Lights incident. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oh, the plate, the the flight number was yada 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 yada. And they're like, How the hell did you know that? Because that was my plane. I was the pilot who radioed it. I, he didn't even according to him, he didn't even register it as a UFO. He just wrote it down in his log as something yeah. weird, then tossed it aside. Then years later, people start bringing it up. It's like, oh, they're talking about me. Oh my gosh, I heard, like, I, I, I'm not going to talk about the, the guest that I had, but I, I spoke to someone who saw the Phoenix Lights. And we can talk about mm -hmm. it after, but I spoke to somebody who saw the Phoenix Lights. Mm -hmm. Wasn't the pilot, but saw it. Um, but we'll kind of discuss that later. I, ju I just want to mention the guest that I had on the show. Oh, what, so, you want us stealing him? Mm. Oh no! You, it was my cast and Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> was, no, you can love him. It's my cast and Rogers. I had him on wow. my show twice, you know, from Fire and Sky. So yeah, yeah. he's a great guest. He's a great guy. I uh, had him on the show twice. Fantastic. We check in and whatnot. But yes, he saw. I didn't know if you wanted to know his name or, or himself. But yeah, he um, was telling us about the the um, Phoenix. Uh, the the um, those lights and he was literally underneath it so yeah I, it was a great it, like, i didn't know this but the whole conversation about from a to b to c to d yeah uh was pretty awesome what do you yeah. reckon what do you think oh jesus dakota what <laughs> what okay <laughs> oh. 
you elaborate on that? Do you think, you know, what, what are your thoughts? It's you hard see to say. The, huh? It's hard to say. I mean, and granted, there's been incidents about my case. I've gone to people who study this type of thing for as long yeah. as I've been alive, and I go to tell them what's going on. They're like, well, I guess that's theoretically possible, but I've never heard of it actually happening. It's like, oh, great. So I'm a weirdo by supernatural standards. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's the guy I was talking to, Mike. Like, he, he, um, we had a conversation one time, and I, I was in the castle in Ireland. Like, you know, you don't get many of them in Ireland castles, you know yourself. So mm. I was in the castle anyway. So I took, I so I took some pictures and I sent it on to Mike, and he goes, Is that supposed to be haunted? Sorry, Mike, if you watch, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it. And I'm like, Well, it's a castle, you know? And, and he doesn't believe in ghosts or spirits yeah. or anything like that. And, Some and people that's are just lucky. That's okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's okay. But I did say, you know, well, um, you know, we have uh, evidence. We do have good good evidence of, of investigations. And there's very legit people out there doing investigations and research. And, yes, we are there. And then there's kind of a movie made with no evidence or pictures or just stories. Can I just say Can I say mm -hmm. that? I just did. Um, and, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know. That's what I think. Not everybody has to believe everything, and we get that. We understand that. But that's all I'm going to there, say. There's got to be more. There, there's so much out there. There has to be more. And, mm. you know, especially when you speak to guys like yourselves, like, I, I think Jen will agree. We we haven't had that sort of experience as as vivid as what you guys have. So it just oh, shows that, been... that, that there's something else. And you're this, this, <laughs> this is the kind of conversation <laughs> we can go on for hours. And mm, you know, I would yeah. love to have you two back on for a part two because I don't. Mm -hmm. I think we've only just scratched the surface of the yeah. stuff oh that, you, mm -hmm. that that we've discussed. You know. I think this is just a small portion. And, you know, I want to thank you guys very much for being so open and honest with, with yeah. the questions that we've asked and how detailed you've been. Because like, like you said, it is quite, you know, people, when, we're not here saying that you have to believe it. It's, you know, but it's, it's absolutely great. The, the stuff that you've experienced and what you've told us, you know, yeah. at the, 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 I think the one that got me the most was the little girl bit with you, Dakota. I, I felt my, I could feel my, and I'm like, Dakota needs to move on very quickly because I'm going to start crying on the screen in a minute. I've seen gonna... Nando kind of having a moment, and I like, and I was like, Jennifer, don't do it, don't do it, don't cry on air. Don't, don't, don't be surprised if you experience anything tonight after meeting us too. I tell you, if I do, oh, I'll be on the phone straight away. I'm going to my neighbour next door to see if they've any tin foil left because I ran out of mine today. It's not going to save you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, there was an incident not too long ago where a guy ended up folding over in pain. We fully believe that something was actually triggering some appendicitis means that he had. The thing is, yeah. his appendicitis was gone. Next thing he knows, he's seeing himself lying in an operating table with me as the doctor. And I remember seeing him on that same table examining him the next day i get a hold of him said hey you may want to get to a doctor there's something building up towards your lower abdomen a couple days later he goes into the hospital because he has real nasty hernia pop out and guess whose face he sees on the doctor operating on it 
Yeah. Dakota, <laughs> you have that face. Can I ask you a question again? You know when they what did you say, Christopher? I say you've got to experience it. You've got to experience something this week. You see when they when they when they I think it'll be that bad. But you see when when they they abduct you, right, and they're doing experiments on you and you're strapped mm-hmm. down, you're so scared, yeah. and they're coming from the throat yeah. and your eyes. What's that about? Why is it so different it races smooth? have different purposes? Different races. The one My... that I've encountered is the what do you what do you call them? The kind of crickets, what do you call them again? The ones that the ones that I've told you about the quarter, the kind of like insects, the kind of look kind of like insects. Cockroaches. The, the what? The mantis? Aye, aye, the mantis. Aye, that's because I had one of them a couple of nights ago. They, they literally look like eight foot tall praying mantises. Yeah, I was, gonna get one as a, I was gonna get one or two as a pet. Yeah, and, and I looked at it and it just had just this is one you. And he looked at me and I said, No, I'm not gonna buy you because he just looked at me like you know, he's like, You can hear that, and he's reading my freaking brain at that moment. And I'm, I'm in the pet shop and I'm like, Do I want to get this or do I want to get a stick insect? So the praying mantis looked at me and just his hands was like this, and he just tilted his head, looking at me, and with these large eyes. And I'm like, Aye, that's him. Now, Dakota, you can take that down right now. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> this is the book for anybody who's curious. I need that. Yeah. Is my, my picture in it? Oh, no? also, she has like three different books detailing her experiences. Than them, yeah. She, that's, That's amazing. Yeah. Do, do you find the praying mantis very when you say something? I think they're bad. I think they're bad. I think they're just laid back. I think they're they're, just, they don't really see anything. They can be intimidating at first, but they don't mean to be. No. The ones that we've dealt with. It's just the way their brains work. Mm hmm. So, like dealing with some of the friendly grace, sometimes they can cro- come across as kind of like kids with Asperger's. Yeah, just the way their a mentality is, the way they think, how they perceive, you know, how interactions. You know, they can't physically understand so why we are emotional. And in fact, that's maybe a new theory of why anal probing was apparently a thing. There you go, Nando. It could be a lucky week. <laughs> oh, uh, you wake uh, up in the morning with a bit of a pain. You know that you've oh, been... Jesus uh, I won't be very there, happy. Apparent, as long you know, as it's not Dakota's face, it's a, remember. Apparently, it's a form of stimulation for down there that's often used in breed, animal breeding programs down here. It is. And sometimes in extreme cases, it, they use it on humans who are having issues mm. with conceiving a child. So, yes, it's apparently totally anal probe. Uh, I learned this not too, too long ago from a lion a story about a lion in a s- Singapore. But, yeah, mm. apparently anal probing actually has some facts to it. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, um, if anything happens to me over the weekend, I will not be a happy bunny. Uh, I'm not going to. I love how everybody just suddenly seemed to rise up in their chairs like they're clenching. <laughs> oh no, I'm past it. Oh yeah, I'm past it. I'm on Brian. On, on, I'm with Brian on this one. You know, I agree with you totally. Oh, Lord Jesus! No, take I'm the. I'm Brian. Oh. Brian, 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 Brian. <laughs> I'm Brian. Brian, Brian. 
What? Well, I've been obsessed with him since Brian he, found out he was right a hairdresser. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, now, did you want a cushion? Say again? Do you want a cushion? What? Do I want a cushion? <laughs> Do you know, I want the guard you want wrap on me. I'm, I'm, you no, right. I, I want the whole guard around me for the rest of the weekend. I don't. <laughs> I'm going to be protecting mm. everything in my nail. Tinfoil, Nando, tinfoil, turkey wrapped. Really <laughs> <laughs> Hide under the cupboard where they can't find me. Um, you know, it's been absolutely great to talk to you guys. And, mm. you know, thank you so much um, for no being problem. on the show. Before we end it, I just want you guys to give a bit of a shout out about Bold and Bonkers, you know, where people can find you and what you guys have got coming up. Dakota. All righty. Well, Bald and Bonkers, we broadcast our show to 50-plus different locations. We have, like I said, we have author uh, Gift from the Stars, Olena Danon, coming back. She's honestly become a very dear friend of ours, and anytime she comes on, things get several times weirder. (laughs) We're also trying to get into putting together our own UFO documentary that digs more into the subject than the usual approach of oh this weird thing happened mm-hmm. basically just look us up on baldenbonkers.net you can find all of our information there as well as our tv network the all yeah. the different places we're at all the different services we offer there's a lot coming up for us that would make the show go on another hour yeah <laughs> a lot. There's, a, there's stuff that we've not tell you that this show could last another two hours oh listen well, and you know what? I would love to have you guys back on for like a part two if you would be up for it. You know, just yeah, to, of course. You know, because like yeah. I said, there's so much. I think we we've 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 touched base on about spirits, but I think a lot of it's been about the UFOs, aliens, and everything. And geeky in the corner over there, she's loved every minute of it. You know, it was like my Christmas. You have We're... no idea. I mean, I'm so so honored that Nando asked me to be on here with him and to listen to you guys. I mean, it's just. Because I, I love it, but I never have the best people to talk to about it. And I yeah. just thought, I am sitting here, and I've never been so quiet. Like, I jumped in there at the end, but I've never been so quiet at the beginning. And like just to interrupt, she is very true there. It is very rare for Jen to be very quiet. You know, so, yeah. you know, you, so you, you've, done so, you've done something that none of us have been able to do. It's amazing. So we'll have you back all the time. <laughs> it's just insightful and it's just honest to god amazing and i've said it to so many people before about my blood type and so on and people are like oh you're fraternal you know you're gonna have blood different blood types but i'm the only one of a family of 10 or 11 you're one of the chosen chosen i knew i was special you know can you all hear her first well i told you before but you didn't believe me but it's just, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. And they came to me when I had a uh, blood work done or whatever. And my platelets yeah. are very low. I, I don't know if this alien thing or not. My platelets are low. And it's like, every, I keep getting blood tests. I, why are you, t- why are you both not? And is that normal? Mm. Actually, has, one thing has. we've started to notice it is a yeah. bit more common is that for people that are targeted in these types of programs, for some reason, if they ever have to go to the hospital to get some sort of work done, you know, a genuine medical emergency. You have to have a blood test done. Well, uh, na- naturally, there's blood yeah, tests get done, things. but the blood goes missing. Missing. Oh, wow. Happened to me three times. It's happened to me. 
I can get them just done because I have low platelets and you know I'm well no that's the same yes, trying to figure out completely but I, I can't you know when can I tell my family tomorrow I can't wait what's the show Jennifer is special I told you but they didn't believe me my twin is gonna love this I told you they love me better than you Vicky I told Jen, you that's it that's if you're still here by tomorrow yeah you know from now until it's tomorrow, the way the Titans lovely things can things can happen now so would you know, ask <laughs> oh listen listen no 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 I mean I, okay that's all I have to say on that but you know I'm, I just hope they have alien pets because you know and here I thought the Scottish never <laughs> shut up I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. What do you mean? You know damn well what I mean. Christopher, what is he we're, we're from a Celtic about? family. We're from a Celtic <laughs> family here. What's he talking about? He's really good all the time. One more thing. He's Americans, you know. <laughs> um, again, I just want to thank you so much, guys, for being part of the show and you know i i think a lot of people have enjoyed watching you know and it's been absolutely great to find out more about you guys and i definitely want to invite you back on in the future you know in the near future to discuss especially we were talking about evidence-based stuff um and with the pictures you sent me chris and yeah you know i know you've got a lot of stuff so it'll be great to do a show but for now i'm going to say my goodbyes and thank you everyone for joining for all your questions um and most of all Thank you, Chris, for coming on, Dakota, and Jen for being the co-host. So, you know, what I'll do is I'll put you guys in the back room. We're just going to finish off, and then we'll have a quick chat and say our goodbyes properly. But um, brilliant. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks so much, Dakota. It's been absolutely brilliant Thank having you. you on. Of course. Brilliant. Uh, what a show. I, I think um, the people that we need to have back on. Let me you know, tell you, maybe, that was... That was, I mean, like I said, I was quiet. At the end, I got talk, you know, talkative a wee bit. But I think when we hit into the when we hit into the UFO scenes, that's when Jenny started, and I knew straight away that that that's your thing. You you're really into it. But I have I think, everything written down. It was a treat. It was an, it was needed today. It was a treat. It was brilliant. It was great, yeah. and the fact that they're so open and honest about their experiences, I think, made the yeah. show even better. And I really appreciate. You know how open they've been and it would be great to have them back on um but i just want to say thank you to everyone that's watched that's joined in you know um everyone on the portal to the paranormal page parapost parapost international um i think we even put it on to the emerald page as well tonight um, i did i should on emerald tonight uh, you know yeah. everyone that's taken part thank you a big thank you to you jen for popping on it was an honor. Here, it was you know. I, listen, it was an honor. And if I wasn't on as a co host and I was watching in the background, I'd be, listen, these fingers would be smoke coming from them by typing, saying, oh my God, oh my God. So I'm glad that I'm, I was here tonight. And I and thank you for, you know, I'm that silent UFO geek. And I, like I said tonight, I don't get to talk about it often. And then these two were just a creme de la creme to talk to. Well, I think, I think we've got our go-to guys now from now on. If we wanted to have the chat about the aliens and UFOs, we know where we're going to go going forward. Um, was... You know, for now, I'm going to say our goodbyes. And thank you again, everyone, for watching. And we'll be back soon. We so see you guys later. Ooh.